Good morning, everybody. You're tuning into the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Tuesday, July 18th, and I'm your host, Mariana Schuetze, reporting for CJRU, 12.80 a.m. in Toronto. And here are our top stories from today. Canadian military joins battle against wildfires in BC as another firefighter dies on the job. Gondola accident in Montreblant leaves one person dead and one person in critical condition near Montreal. And in sports, Carlos Alcaraz beats Novak Djokovic at final match at Wimbledon. And then we'll hear from Cindy with the latest news on the entertainment industry. With all this news, let's get started. The wildfires in Canada continue to intensify, gearing up for a record-breaking season. In British Columbia, with dozens of new fires erupting, smoke is going south of the border. This time, the fires claimed the life of another firefighter in the Northwest Territories. According to the Globe and Mail, as provincial and local resources are stretched thin, the federal government has mobilized the Canadian Armed Forces and the Canadian Coast Guard to support the firefighting effort and help evacuate people from isolated communities. They are expected on ground by Monday. They will work alongside approximately 2,000 BC wildfire service personnel across the province. Still according to the globe, about 100,000 square kilometers of land has been scorched across the country, roughly the size of Lake Ontario, Lake Erie and Lake Michigan combined, according to the Canadian Interagency Forest Fire Center. Surpassing the previous record of 76,000 square kilometers set in 1989. Two firefighters have died while battling wildfires in the past week. 19-year-old Devin Gale died Thursday from a falling tree near her hometown on Revstoke, BC. And on Saturday, a firefighter from Fort Lyard in the Northern Territory was fatally injured in the Fort Lyard district. The firefighter's identity and the exact circumstances of their death were not disclosed. Based on a forecast, Natural Resources Canada expects the wildfire season will continue to be unusually intense throughout July and into August. There were nearly 900 active wildfires nationwide Sunday, and about two-thirds were deemed out of control. BC was the most affected province, with dozens of new fires erupting over the weekend. The province requested federal support and additional international help. BC Wildfire Services spokesperson Sarah Budd said that an Australian incident management team and a crew of approximately 40 American firefighters arrived this weekend. In Quebec, one person was killed and another is in critical condition after an accident involving a gondola in Montreblanc's resort village, around 105 kilometers northwest of Montreal, according to provincial police. As reported by CBC News, at around noon on Sunday, a piece of construction equipment at a construction site struck the gondola, which was halfway up between the base of the mountain and the mountain summit. Sergeant Eric Cadot, spokesperson for the Suez du Québec, said, The gondola did not collapse, but the force of impact knocked the two people out of the gondola and they fell several meters to the ground. On Facebook, the Tribal Resort Association announced the cancellation of its remaining Blues Music Festival activities. Quebec Provincial Police say the accident was caused by a drilling machine. Police do not know why the drilling machine was in operation or why it was working under the gondola, said Cadot. And the SQ said it is not ruling out criminal negligence. According to the CBC News, 
The men who died and the woman who was critically injured were both in their 50s and from Ontario. According to the CBC News, the men who died and the woman who was critically injured were both in their 50s and from Ontario. The woman is still fighting for her life in hospital. The SQ said an investigation is ongoing and will speak to witnesses, the drilling machines operator, and workers at the resort. And in sports news, Carlos Alcaraz beat Novak Djokovic at the Grand Slam tennis tournament in Wimbledon. The 20-year-old Spanish tennis player beat Djokovic during the five-set final to claim the Wimbledon's men's single titles. The 36-year-old Serb has been unbeatable at Wimbledon in recent years, having won the four previous championships in a row. As BBC News reports, Akara said, I did it for myself, not for the tennis generation, honestly. He just became the first player to beat Djokovic on center court since Andy Murray in the 2013 final. Alcaraz continued saying, beating Novak at his best in this stage, making history, being the guy to beat him after 10 years unbeaten on that court is amazing for me. But it's great for the new generation as well, I think, to see me beating him and making them think that they are capable to do it. According to The Guardian at 20, Alcaraz is the third youngest player to win the Wimbledon's men's singles title, behind only Boris Becker and Bjorn Borg. His second Grand Slam title means he's the first new male player to win multiple majors titles since Stem Warwinka in 2015. By halting Djokovic's four-year dominance at Wimbledon, he has denied the player the chance of equaling Roger Federer's record of eight Wimbledon titles. During the match in the fifth set, Djokovic smashed his racket against the net. According to BBC News, he has been fined $8,000 or about 6,100 pounds, for the incident. Umpire Fergus Murphy immediately issued Djokovic a warning for a code violation for this transgression. The money will be deducted from his runner-up check of 1,175,000 pounds. Well, that was it for me today, and now I'll leave you with Cindy with some more news on the entertainment industry. Good morning, CJRU listeners. Welcome to my segment where I talk about anything Canadian entertainment. Movies, TV, books, or music, I'll cover it all. Today will be a little different. I won't be talking about a specific piece of Canadian media. Rather, I'll talk about something happening right now that is putting the Canadian entertainment industry to a halt. On Thursday, it was announced that the Hollywood Actors Union, SAG-AFTRA, fully known as the Screen Actors Guild American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, voted to join the Writers Guild of America in their strike. They joined them on the picket line on Friday. These unions have had many strikes before, but this is the first time a joint strike between the two has happened since 1960. Maybe I can help explain why this is so important. All SAG-AFTRA film and television productions have shut down, and members are not allowed to promote their projects in any form. No premieres, film festivals, award shows, interviews, or social media promotions are allowed. Now why are they striking? The industry for both Hollywood actors and writers has changed drastically in the past few years. There are many factors for this, but to simplify, the main ones are inflation and the changing digital landscape, particularly AI. Both actors and writers feel like they are not getting paid enough, especially through residuals, which is how much you get paid after a movie or TV show has been re-aired. The amount they're getting paid is ridiculously low and is actively decreasing. It's not enough for them to support themselves in this economy. Both unions are also on strike to protect their careers from AI. 
Writers want to preserve the number of opportunities for themselves. They don't want AI creating scripts to become normalized in the industry. Actors don't want their image, voice, and overall likeness to be used without their consent and without compensation. Now, many major U.S. productions film in Canada, particularly Toronto and Vancouver. They make up more than half of the movie and TV productions that film. Canada is a popular filming destination for these productions because of its cheaper dollar and tax incentives provided by the government. It has large cities that can pass off as American ones like New York or Chicago. So if you can get away with filming in a different location for cheaper, why not do it? These productions also hire tens of thousands of Canadian crew and talent. But now with the strike, these people's jobs and livelihoods are at risk. They're dependent on U.S. productions for consistent work. Especially during the summer, which is supposed to be the film industry's busiest season. They're getting hit hard. Some of the productions getting delays from the strikes are Stranger Things Season 5, and or Season 2, Deadpool 3, and Wicked. Basically all of your favorites are getting a year or longer delays. Members of Canada's Actors Union, ACTRA, has begun to perform their own strike actions to stand in solidarity with the strikes happening down south. A major shift that will affect the entertainment industry globally is sure to come. Whether it will be soon or in a few years is hard to say. Thanks a lot for listening. For CJRU 1280 AM, I'm Cindy Zogu. Thank you, Cindy. And before we wrap up the news for this morning, let's take a look at the weather forecast for Toronto. Today's low will be 18 degrees with a high of 27 degrees. The day will see cloudy skies with sun in the afternoon. The rest of the week holds similar temperatures um, with a mixture of cloudy skies, sunny skies, and also rain expected during the weekend. And well, with all this news, let's wrap up for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning and listening. I will be back next week with some more news and morning mixtape. But until then, tune in tomorrow for more. It's CJU 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Mariana Schwitzer. Thanks for listening.